This is Keep Up. I'm your host, Cynthia Dill. Today's Friday, May 20th, 2022, and I'm in my Portland, Maine studio. It's good to be back. I'm spending a lot of time in Cape Elizabeth these days, and today's show is about Yankee ingenuity, suburban populism, and what it means to be free. And there's a message for the people on the fence about Plan B for community housing in Cape Elizabeth. The update. The petition drive to get community housing on the ballot. As of today, more than 720 people have signed. We need 900 to get it on the ballot, 900 by June 1st if we want it on the ballot on November, in November when when we're voting on the other housing proposal in town. The 720 people who have signed, I've spoken to over 1,000 people, but the 720 people who have signed is representative of a cross-section of our community all corners of town. I, I believe I've walked every single street. There's 62 miles of road in Cape Elizabeth, and I think I've walked every street. And I've been moved to tears. Uh, uh, all walks of life have um, have weighed in on, on, on all kinds of things. I've heard so many personal stories of um, all of sorrow, of, of celebration, um, I've been dazzled by so many doors that are so full of expression. I mean, really um, elegant to kitschy, but just lovely. Some obviously sad. Um, and my prediction, based on these few weeks of walking the streets and knocking the doors in my town, is that we're going to win. <laughs> we're going to win on a wave of suburban populism and and the reason why we as a community are going to win is because we value Yankee ingenuity. We like to make do with materials at hand. There's no better example of that than the swap shop, if you haven't been there. The swap shop is, a, I think, a, a, an example of ingenuity that probably leads in the world of how to reuse and recycle things in, a, in our community. And that's what community housing is. Community housing is a solution built locally using resources at our disposal. It's affordable housing built to last, and that's why I'm committed to having a public vote on it. Uh, We, as a community, are at an intersection of defining who we are when it comes to housing at a time when the nation and the world is experiencing a dramatic housing shortage, whether you call it a crisis or a housing shortage, there's no dispute, everyone agrees, that there are obstacles to finding housing in Cape Elizabeth, and community housing is a solution that is locally tailored, incorporating our local economy and our local values, and that's why people are are signing on. And the campaign for community housing is um, is gaining momentum it's 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 a deliberative process it takes a lot of conversation but we're gaining no momentum because people want to act and the campaign for community housing reflects the power of ordinary citizens to act uh, to take back our ability to to get ahead on issues that defy political parties and defy the big media that have been defining us in every other type of, type of campaign and there's there's no fundraising there's no talking points uh, there's no direct mail, there's no um, noise, there's just conversation about 
what our vision is for housing in town and what we can do to help try to solve a problem and using the tools we have to win these battles because the, because the 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 status quo the process the legislative process whether it's in the congress not so much in our state our state is pretty functional but Congress is dysfunctional to a certain extent when it comes to solving problems, certainly big problems. And the housing problem, the housing shortage, is um, is one that's it's not unique to Cape Elizabeth. It's experienced almost everywhere. But our town is unique. Every town is unique. And community housing is, is a unique solution to a, a unique problem using the unique meaning you know, not every town has land that could support community housing, but but we do. <laughs> um, so, you know, w- what are we going to do when it comes to housing um, in November? Are we going to support Dunham Court? Well, if you support Dunham Court and that model of housing, a 49 one-bedroom low-income housing project in the middle of town that substantially alters the zoning amendment, by eliminating retail floor, you know, space on the first floor and going up uh, 10 feet, expanding the every dimension. It's just going to be a gigantic building surrounded by pavement, not suited for kids because it's mostly, almost entirely for all one-bedroom apartments. And it excludes our workforce because the income restrictions are so low and we are a high-income town. But our workforce, mostly the people who work for us in town, our local teachers, our you know, our firefighters, our police officers. Okay, we have the best, I love our police. We have the best police department. And, you know, they, they don't make enough, I'm sure, but they make more than what it would take to live in Dunham Court. So they would be excluded. So we're going to be voting on that model. And community housing is a different model. It's for low and moderate income, low and or moderate income. It's multiplex housing in a zone that already allows multiplex housing, already has multiplex housing, so it would fit in. The only difference is that multiplex housing on a 10-acre lot in on town-owned land could be used for affordable housing defined as low and or moderate income. So, uh, you know, look around Cape Elizabeth and see if you like what you see in the town center. And if the answer is no, then um, act now. I, I don't know what you're waiting for. Uh, you know, what would Einstein do if if the housing issue came up in Cape Elizabeth or the town center issue came up in Cape Elizabeth, more importantly? You know, I mean, we, we have a process that has enabled the downtown to look the way it does and that has really um, been, dissat- you know, it's not satisfying to anyone. And that process is, um, is, is what led to Dunham Court that we're not happy with. And it's a process that developers you know, meet with the town planner and others who have power and kind of push these projects through. Uh, and and in the case of Dunham Court, within 20 days of the vote, the divided vote that pushed this through, on it, despite the outpouring of public sentiment to not do it, because not because we're not into affordable housing, but for a lot of really good reasons, but nevertheless... The town council voted for it. It was a divided vote under the charter. The town people have the power to collect signatures, put it out to a referendum. They did. We did. We put the Dunham Court model on the ballot, and 
the developer pulled the plug and there's a lot of people who are really mad about that and they're mostly mad because they had visions you know of sugar plums and a new apartment at Dunham Court with free Wi-Fi and a gym and so they blame people who wanted a public vote on Dunham Court for the fact that they have housing woes the fact that they are paying too much for their housing the fact that they had dreamt of finding a place that they could afford and in doing so are now shooting themselves in the foot by taking aim at community housing. So the local battle and and how we're responding to it, this sort of suburban populism, I think is going to shape elections nationally. And that is fighting against sort of these elitist and bureaucrats who insist on running up a huge public tab and shoveling sort of this nonsense down our throats that don't match up with who we are as a community. We're, we're people coming together from all walks of life, all across economic spectrums. We have signers on the petition for community housing that live in Delano Park. We have signers who live in all other corners of the town. We have uh, every race that I'm aware of that lives in Cape Elizabeth has signed on all genders, all all kinds of people, you, you know, however you want to slice and dice, Democrats, Republicans, independents, libertarians, they've signed. Uh, and, and the reason is because we, <laughs> it just comes naturally to say no to this urban style, cookie cutter, big box, bleak housing project that seems to have as its a foundation, sort of this mumbo jumbo identity politics. And um, and we, we want something better. And I, I can't tell you how, um, how grateful I am <laughs> to have the privilege of working for something better and how grateful I am to have the support of so many people who have signed on. And I'm also grateful to the people who have simply said no thank you. You know, I will take a hard no from a Birch Society conservative over uh, the antics of some of these hypocritical so-called progressives any day uh, and and I must say that the, the freedom I have to walk the streets of our town our beautiful town and to pitch an idea and and to invite others to come together and make change peacefully and legally the freedom to campaign without you know political parties uh, dictating what the the talking points are or raising money or special interests you know showering people with direct mail. It's the freedom to block people, <laughs> block annoying people on social media uh, is, is in the face of what we see on the front pages of the newspaper. Now, not so much on the front page because we're getting used to the war in Ukraine, but I am going to bring up the war in Ukraine because it is what in part motivates me to continue this fight for community housing. And to anyone who mocks that, I say, um, you know, no, no good deed goes unpunished, but the inspiration of people who can fight against Russia, in, you know, the invasion and the brutality of that war, the, the courage of leaders like Volodymyr Zelensky and others, the, the, you know, the, who are fighting for democracy. I think about them when I'm out collecting signatures, and I think about how lucky I am to sit at the library and post a sign 
and and engage in political discourse and and publish these remarks on the airwaves to you i mean this this is this is the freedom and this is the freedom that suburban populism is going to um i think unleash in the in the coming days in the coming elections because um i think the american especially in suburban america um we want to take action we we want to take action to address problems using yankee ingenuity in the case of new england towns like my own okay yankee ingenuity is uh using the tools that at hand to to solve a problem and what better example of that than the swap shop is there in Cape Elizabeth? If you haven't been there, it's it's a world class example of ingenuity where the community drops things off and others pick it up, and it's completely done on a volunteer basis and an unbelievable <laughs> rainbow of things get exchanged and things people need, things people want, just whimsical things, anything from you know, a toddler's sled to children's uh, furniture, desks, chairs, pillows, a popcorn maker, uh, lacrosse sticks, skis, football helmets, uh, you know, pet crates, things, everyday things, outdoor, you know, lawn chairs, you name it. People drop it off, a fish tank, uh, there was hedgehog food, dropped off the other day someone else scooped it up who knew there's hedgehogs in cape elizabeth apparently there are well that's what community housing is is it's like the swap shop it's a solution built locally using the resources at our disposable at our disposal affordable housing built to last and it and taking back our ability to get ahead on issues um is why i'm going to keep you know keep working and 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 I'm inspired by the people who I I talk to in town um but like I said no good deed goes unpunished and it and the purveyors of bleak housing remain in sort of a pitched battle to uh to kill it and um you know I've, I've hopefully by now pointed out that the 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 banker's map okay we have the banker who set up the website to kill community housing that says it's about the facts and the banker's website has as a resource a map that he said showed the location of community housing but in fact it shows the exact opposite it shows where community housing is not going to be at Gullcrest it shows all of Gullcrest except where uh, except the land that was left to Thomas Jordan so since I have raised the idea of community housing defined community housing it's been i think abundantly clear that the purpose and intent was to use the land left by thomas jordan and yet the map that was produced by the town planner and then attached to the banker's website to kill community housing shows a map that doesn't contain the land left by thomas jordan so you know it's um it is hard to 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 keep fighting against that but you know it's it's even hard that i i can i can fight facts with facts that's what i do for a living and so i could quickly relatively quickly piece together what i think is the you know indisputable evidence that can show that i have the correct location and i've since put out signs so hopefully you know that that you can check off that box but what's 
challenging um, to take intellectually or, or emotionally are just the entitled Facebook babies. These people on Facebook who are so entitled, they, they, they think they have a right to say whatever they want on my Facebook page, <laughs> that I should just have to tolerate what they want to write and rant about on my Facebook page. They think they have a right for me to listen to all their grievances. They think they have a right for me to speak up when they want me to speak and to answer their questions when they when they pose them. Um, you know, and really what it boils down to is um, not only am I in, you know, trying to create community housing, but I'm trying to lead by example. And so what you do in a situation like this is you block people, okay? That is your right as an American, and I encourage all of you to use it. You know, there's just no reason why people should expect to have a right to write things on your Facebook page that you don't like. You are the curator of your own page and you have every right, unless you're an elected official and you're running a public forum, to to, to, to block them. So, um, you know, these the Facebook babies, what it boils down to is their grievance is that they all had fantasies of getting an apartment at Dunham Court, okay, with free Wi-Fi in the gym. And that blew up and they're blaming me and it's you know give me a break I'm not the reason why you don't have a cheap apartment in the middle of town the developer pulled the plug but I am trying to do something about housing that could actually help you if you could just get off your entitlement chain Facebook babies so um, I would take a hard no from a Birch Society type conservative over you know the whiny righteous, angry, progressive hypocrites, and I'll just give you a few examples. One progressive didn't want, you know, isn't going to sign on because she gets annoyed by the hashtag that I use that says refugees welcome. Like the ha- the hashtag? Oh, okay. So we're not going to we're not going to th- there's supposedly a housing crisis that we're all supposed to quickly jump onto this Dunham Court monster monstrosity of a building, big ugly, expensive building that you know, complete eyesore that excludes kids in our workforce, but we're supposed to buy on because there's a crisis, and yet um, they're not going to, you know, sign on to community housing because they don't like a hashtag. Another guy, progressive, um, he doesn't want to sign on because, you know, he's worried that community housing might impact the trails at Goldcrest. And I mean, give me a break. There's one trail that runs through the area, and it would connect community housing to the 24-plus miles of trails that we have in town. I mean, there's there's so many trails. We have over 1,100 acres of open space. (laughs) And these progressives who say there's a housing crisis aren't willing to sign on to uh, look into doing some housing on town owned land because one trail... Off of, they'll have to see it from one of their trails. You know, and then there's the guy. This this was really the kicker. The guy who uh, he was, he really was offended that I was using the word um, indigent and low income to describe indigent and low income people. I mean, low income is actually a defined legal term in the zoning ordinance. It's what you know defines the scope of who can live in these places. But he doesn't he. He's offended. He doesn't want me to use the words low income and, and indigent. So here's this guy, right? He's got like his loafers and his Volvo and his watch. And he's so progressive. Um, 
but he, you know, uh, he, he just was offended by the language that I was using and he wanted me to use different language. And, you know, the reason why I think community housing is going to get on the ballot and the reason why I think it's going to win is because it's, A, a good idea, a local solution to a local problem. I mean, we could build community housing u- using local businesses. Why couldn't Skip Murray build houses to, you know, multiplex housing to last? Why couldn't, uh, I don't know, Nick Tamro do the, <laughs> the lamps? I mean, we can, we have the resources at hand, we have the ingenuity, and we have the land. Um, and not a single person that I that I talked to, I walked, as I said, there's 62 miles of Cape Elizabeth roads, and I think I walked over all of them. And, and I've, I've talked to over a 1000 people and not a single person has mentioned race or gender, or abortion, not a single Cape resident has mentioned LBGTQ, or injustice for trans, you know, what people want to talk to me about is usually the school budget, okay, or the new school building, rather, and housing, you know, housing is the problem. That's why we're coming together to try to solve it. Housing, that's why we should come together in November and have some solutions to vote on. And that's why people should get off the fence in Cape Elizabeth and sign the petition to put community housing on the ballot. It's a, it's a housing solution. It's action. It can actually lead to something. It's not a study. It does, you know, it's not a committee. It doesn't need to have Portland housing experts in diversity and equity to weigh in. What we need is housing. And what we need to do is build it. And what we can do is, um, is take action. And most of the people, the stories that are so moving are the women with the kids. <laughs> this is what community housing is supposed to be for, is families with kids. Not 49 one-bedroom units, but housing that can accommodate families. And the women with kids are the ones I feel the the most uh, sorry for because they're men with kids too, but I, I spoke with mostly women with kids, single mothers with kids. And you know, they, they want desperately to keep their kids in town because we have great schools. And that's why, you know, that's why we moved to Cape Elizabeth is to get our kids in the school system. And thank God we did because I love, I love our town. I, I'm just grateful every day. I get up every day and think, <laughs> you know, I love our town. I really don't mind paying real estate taxes. It's, it's a great place. And these women who have their kids now in the school system, they're being evicted, not because they're not good tenants, because the properties where they live are being sold to, to you know, cash in on the real estate bubble. <laughs> you know, the property values in Cape Elizabeth have doubled. We're about to have another big assessment. Our taxes are going to go up substantially, but the property values have doubled, and people are selling. Renters are being evicted. They can't afford or find a place to live, and they can't afford to buy a house. There's no houses available for people who make moderate income. And so the problem is housing. And there's, there, you know, women with kids, older people, lonely people. There's others bursting with ideas. One person said, why don't we do housing on ships? You know, why not? We should. Maybe after we get community housing built for families on town on land and help solve the problem, maybe we can do some housing on ships. Uh, and so stay with me. And if you're on the fence in Cape Elizabeth, please, I, I uh, implore you, please 
If you're considering signing the petition, sign it. <laughs> the time is now. I mean, time is of the essence. Either we're going to do something or not. And um, put aside all the petty personal stuff. Put aside the Facebook, this, that, or the other thing. Put aside whatever your feelings are about Dunham Court and just consider what's before you. And that is a good idea to help solve a problem using local resources to help people in our community in need. So uh, stay tuned. Stay with us. This is Cynthia Dillon. Until next time, signing off. Take care.